Hi, I am Emily, and this is our podcast, Chocker, with 20 Stories High Youth Theatre and Luke Barnes in association with Unedited. This podcast contains strong language and themes of depression that may be triggering for some listeners. For information on support or organisations and helplines, please visit the resources section of our website, 20storieshigh.org.uk. We've been working since last November with Luke Barnes to create a new show about some of the things we've been thinking about a lot. We settled on this story that explores loneliness and what it feels like when you think you're the only one going through something difficult. Luke listened to all our thoughts and ideas and moulded them into a beautiful story that we're going to be sharing with you in this four-part series. Together, we're going to tell you the story of one person's journey. We'll all be your storytellers and narrators. But every now and then, we may pause the acting to share with you some of the pieces of art we've been making as a response to what the story explores. And that might be music, poetry, monologues, anything you can listen to or read. We're glad we can get to share this piece with you in this way and we hope you enjoy listening or reading as much as we've enjoyed making it. Here it is, Chaka.
summer. The sun is high over Liverpool and the air hangs still like a fart in a lift. There's a dryness in my mouth. That's not a fart metaphor. There actually is a dryness in my mouth. I want to speak and say how happy I am that it's warm and there's people and there's flowers and there's trees and there's birds and there's life and there's everything. But I can't because of this dryness. This dryness stops me from saying all that. I'm as quiet as a mouse in a house full of bellens. If I say it, if I say that right now, in this moment, if I say that right now, in this moment, I am happy, then it might end. Sometimes I think that the universe has to see that I'm sad. I feel that if it knows that in this second, looking at my friends, looking at everyone around me, looking at all this life, if it knows that I'm happy, then it will take it away. I know that sounds mental. This is some Jaden Smith, Smith shit. shit. But I know the minute I say it, I'll be back in bed at 4.48 and everything will be death and I will be me. So I don't. I let the dryness stop me. I watch everyone be happy and I let the sadness fear me. I have felt like this forever. I met them in Sefton Park. By that weird pointy thing with the fountain. We're the same year, but never talk. They're fit, and I'm fit. But I'm always scared of people on the account of being dead weird. But it doesn't feel like that now. The first time we look at each other, it's like ants and deck. When you know, you know. You know what I mean? I know you know. When you know what it feels like to meet someone, you don't need words. You just need a glance. A half smile. A feeling of fluttering in your stomach. A vibration, your heart going dum-dum-dum like a big, big bad, bad drum. drum. And this is what I'm feeling right now. Looking at them, I imagine a future. I imagine adventures. I imagine traveling the world. I imagine listening to music, dancing. But not shit dancing, like cool dancing. Singing even gnome shit. I imagine eating everything in posh places. On couches while watching Netflix. I imagine my head on their lap. I imagine crying. I imagine sitting still in parks and saying nothing. I imagine love and looking at them, looking in their eyes, I know more than anything that I can't let them know who I am because I'm fucking weird. Hello, my name is Andrew and this is a piece that I wrote about the fear of being judged by others. The fear of being judged by others is felt across the spectrum. People kill like Hannibal Lecter given lectures. Certain people deserve a punch when they look at you down a spectrum. Whether you're white, black, Muslim or Asian, we bleed the same blood when we've been cut. People struggle to understand we're the same under the skin. Because I'm a different race, I have more opportunities than someone who's got more melanin. It isn't enough to not be racist. Anti-racism is the time we need. It's the key, because we should stand together, not for a week, but forever. For a cause that's becoming a war, and a struggle, a wound, a fight. A loss is soon coming for the people who hate and judge because of the way a person looks. Hi, my name is Freya, and this is a piece I've written about the fear of being judged by others. The fear of being judged by others puts worrying thoughts in your head, like, why is she like that? Or why is her mindset like that? But hello, people don't know what goes on in your life behind closed doors. So they make up rumours and false assumptions about you and brainwash people you know 
and don't know to believe the things they say about you. The fear of being judged by other people can be based on your image, such as skin colour, how you dress and what your hairstyle is. But bear in mind, some people can be judgmental by just looking at you. Hey, I'm Rosie, and this is a song I wrote about being judged by others. and I wrote a piece about being judged by others. Fear of being judged by others is what we all feel at some point in our life. But why is it we all fear showing this fear of being judged? What if we were honest about it? We would know it's all in our head. What if the other person is also fearing your judgment? When you hear this out loud, doesn't it sound funny? So ask yourself, why do you fear being judged by others? Now, if this still doesn't convince you that fear of being judged is all in your head, then you should know this fear is obstructing the path to your success. Count how many times did you hold yourself back just due to your fear of being judged? How many times did you hide yourself only because of your own assumptions? Fear of being judged by others is what we all feel at some point. It's understandable, but how you deal with it may break or make your life. Relationships are mad. When you meet someone, you do this thing where you assume you're amazing because they're vaguely interested in you, but you cover up all the things you think they don't like. You never fart. Farting is important because it's such an important part of living. It exists to make you comfortable. It bonds you with friends. I have made some of my best friends because I fart. But you never do it with people you fancy. And that's what dating feels like. Holding a fart in until it's too late for them to turn their back on you. We meet in spoons on Concert Square. Proper sophisticated. This is the best perfect place because it's shit enough to get served in. And they also do cheap food. I'm sitting here like in Regina George, like RuPaul, like Jafar, and they come in. A choir sings, it's magical and sexy and cool, and for a second, I... No. No. We've been kicked out for not having ID and we get ice cream and sit on Pierhead. The sun makes me sweat. I cover up the sweat with a jumper. I sweat more. It's embarrassing. They don't notice. I'm so hot. This is literally the most uncomfortable I've ever been. 
Covering up being hot with a sweater is the mentality of Mings. We talk about everything that normal people talk about. We talk about how Liverpool's the best place in the world and anyone that doesn't agree is never given a pound to Pete the Busker with his megaphone. How the Tories are Mings. We both say all the right things. We say what we know we should say, but I'm not honest. Because if I was honest, if I was, they would be at home now, doing anything to avoid talking to me. A month passes. Honestly, it was faster than Mo Salah and Richarlison's baby. To celebrate our anniversary, we kiss under the moonlight in the park by the Palm House. The ducks sleep softly on the lake as we walk hand in hand. I've never felt like this. I have never felt this excitement, this safety. There is nowhere else I would rather be than with them. We're holding hands, lying on the grass, looking at the moon. I haven't looked at my phone, but I know my ma's ringing. I know there's a thousand missed calls from her and I can feel it. I could feel it when it went dark. I don't know what time it is, but I know it's too late and she's ringing. I can feel her anxiety in my neck. Even without seeing my phone, I can feel it. She gets into my soul like Christ, but an annoying Christ that makes you hoover the stairs. But I'm not asked because I'm happy in my mind. As we lie, the stars clear here. The same stars that every human being that has ever lived has seen. All I can think of is how my parents looked at the same stars. We're sharing the night with all the lovers that came before us. And I don't want it to end. They look at me and they say, Do you ever think about what happens when time stops? I don't know. How can time stop? Well, time only exists because we made it up. It's really just the mad inventions so that we can meet each other at arranged times. That's mad. I know. How can it stop existing? Well, I guess if we stop paying attention to it, or, you know, everyone dies. Oh. Yeah, I think a lot about the idea of what happens when everyone dies. How do you think everyone will die? You see the stars. Yeah. They're getting further apart from each other. Oh. Yeah, do you know what that means? No. That's gravity. It's pulling away from each other as the universe spawns. Okay. Yeah. And so what happens is that we're being pulled away from the sun. Oh. And we'll stop being warm and it'll just be an ice block and everyone will die. Why are you telling me that? Because it makes life worth of living, doesn't it? Knowing that it's not always going to be there. It's how we learn to enjoy every moment. Like what? Like this. If you knew that you were going to live forever, nothing would be special. Because you knew eventually it would happen. That feels like an awful lot of pressure. Hi, I'm Reese Brown, and this is my poem on love and sexuality. Sometimes I get asked, what is love to me? I turn round and say, well, you see, it's different for me as a gay male to find love that doesn't have a veil. It's not always been as easy as it is for me to express my love and connect with his. What's the world come to? I don't understand that we'd rather see men holding knives in the street than holding each other's hand. But I won't give up. 
I won't just be a statistic. After all, my friends do call me Mr. Optimistic. The world's getting better, learning every day. I believe that one day, being gay will be okay. The question may seem simple, but the answers can be long. So what is love? Your answer is never wrong. Man and a woman, that's what people expect it to be. It doesn't matter who the people are, love is accepting you and me. I'm happiest when people come together, celebrating and being 100. That feeling lasts forever. When two people stand by side, the smiles and joy you see are proud. Love is different for you and me, that's okay, it's strange for me. How I express myself because I'm gay. No one should be judged because of sexuality, but we do, and I guess that's just reality. One day people will accept one another, remember that someone's son, daughter, sister or brother. Why does it matter what they are if they're happy? That's my answer to love and sexuality. for listening to episode one I look forward to seeing you in episode two